Is technology taking over the world? Will we eventually all be just slaves to the machine? And either way, how do you manage to prevent this apocalypse from happening to you? As an entrepreneur, you want to be ready for the future, for the role technology will play, and more importantly, for the adjustments that society will have to make, whether they're forced on us or we consciously do them. Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you are thinking it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 40, Living and Loving Tech as an Entrepreneur, part three, the future. This is the third and final part of this three-part series on technology for us aspiring entrepreneurs. And this time I want to talk about the future and the world we should be envisioning. And really we don't even have to envision it because a lot of things are happening right now. At some point in the not too distant future, we as a society are going to have to define what the technology revolution means to humanity. And I know we're all kind of dancing around it now and books are coming out and people are saying a few things, but really we are going to have to make societal decisions that are based on how technology is transforming us. So you, as a globally thinking entrepreneur, will be right there because you're already participating in the new economy and you're trying to use the technology tools in the global market to deliver value to the global marketplace. So you're going to be one of those trying to decide where we are going. So these episodes of the podcast on living and loving tech are to help you develop an idea about how you want to use technology in your business and your lifestyle. And in this episode, the third and final part, we'll cover how you want to deal with the future and the changes that may be imposed on you by technology before you have even had a chance to think about it. Things are happening now in your business, in your lifestyle that are coming at you because of technology changes that exist in the world. So this podcast is going to ask you a bunch of questions and put some ideas in your head about what you should be thinking about and what you should be looking out for as you move through the world as an entrepreneur. Everything is happening. It's not going to stop. We are going from an industrial age to the tech age. In fact, we've already done that, but you're going to see the impacts more and more and more. So in the past, we moved from the agricultural age to the industrial age, right? And those changes were profound. If you jump back to episode 38, where I'm describing how the city of Chicago looks in the book called The Pit by Frank Norris, it's very dramatic what technology is doing in, in the industrial age to change the landscape and to change the people. But human beings maintained an element of control in that world. We could actually see what was happening. Now, as we go from industry to technology, things are happening quickly, but many times we don't even know what's going on. We don't even realize what the tech changes are doing in the background and the impact that they're having on society. So as an entrepreneur, you should care about this because it affects the economy that you want to operate in and your ability to deliver your product or service to the global marketplace. Think about the most obvious example in the business world. If the government brings in legislation designed to control the Facebooks of the world, and it ends up limiting your ability to function on, online, what's going to happen to your business? How is that going to change how you do business? If all education moves online, will you even understand the knowledge background your potential customers have? How do you manage that as an entrepreneur? 
Do flying cars and drone delivery affect your business opportunity if you have to send everything through, let's say, ground-level courier services? What's going to be the impact on you? In a surveillance world, do you have a product or service that people do not want to be seen buying? You know, nothing bad, but just maybe they could be embarrassed or something like that about a product that's helping them, but they don't want everybody to know about it. So in this surveillance world, how do they avoid having other people know about it? In the battle for online privacy, are you protecting your customer data? And how far is privacy going? Are you aligned with companies that are using your customer data in a way you don't even know? If law enforcement tools are enriched tr to trap people before they act, and I know that sounds like Minority Report, the movie, but there are uh, actions going on already where law enforcement is trying to figure out where crime is going to take place. So if that happens, will your business end up being caught up in delivering your customer's information to law enforcement entities without your customer's approval? Think about that. Think about the data that you have, the product or service that you're delivering. Does that suddenly become other, someone else's information just because of the way that people think that they should be able to fight crime? If social media and the use of smartphones change consumer behavior, what does that mean for your business? What if we actually change the way we function as humans. And we've seen this already, right? Um, when was the last time you got into an elevator or were riding the metro where people were actually talking? No one talks anymore. Everyone just sits and stares at their phone. That's very different than where it was in the industrial age where people communicated directly to each other face to face. So you may think, okay, yeah, 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 these are things that are happening and it's all kind of just beginning. But it's really getting deeper and deeper into our society because everybody right now can do whatever they want because there's no regulations and we're still experimenting and we're still testing. So you might think the concepts are kind of far-fetched and you don't really need to think about it at this stage. But then again, you might want to wonder. Just take a look at what's directly happening to you and ask yourself a few questions. If you notice if you're surfing online for something like you're looking at suitcases and then all of the advertising, the promoted ads that you begin to see on Instagram and Facebook are related to suitcases and travel. Why does that happen? How is it possible that Google and Facebook or Google and Instagram are connected somehow? Like what's running in the background that is driving that advertising? Now, some of you might say, oh, I don't care. You know, I actually, I want to see advertising for suitcases. That's what I'm looking for. And that's great. That's, but that's one of the philosophical decisions that we have to make is where do we draw the line? And can you opt in for advertising, so to speak? Can you opt in to give up your privacy? Will you be forced to opt out? These are the issues that are going to come up, and you have to think about it in the context of your business. So do you need to care? Depends on your business, depends on what activity, what product or service you're involved in, and it depends on how you use tech tools. But as a person in general, in society, you might want to start thinking about it, and you might want to think, yes, you do care. Now, it's one thing for people to pay directly for advertising on a site, right? That's an, so again, as a business person, if that becomes the way things go, you either pay or you don't pay, how do you set up for that? It's, it's another thing to benefit from cross-site tools that follow people around the internet. You might be benefiting from that already, maybe inadvertently. So if your company cannot afford to compete at the level that consumers select, 
can you afford to compete at all? Online and digital tools are being invented based on the way society functions today. And a lot of people don't like the way society functions today. We're, we're, we somehow stopped evolving and started going backwards. So, but what happens if, that, if today's status quo gets literally coded into our machines, into our software? How will your business be successful if the playing field is coded against you? You have to think about that. So I'm asking these questions to plant into your mind the idea that technology is moving forward without consumer input directly, regulation or oversight. So in general, that's like it's not so much of a bad thing in the sense that we've been able to get all these great tools in the first place because it's this wild open, wild west. And you can see it's happening and you know if you're awake and you're aware and you can see what's going on. But on the other hand, of course, if you're not paying attention to the nuances and the fine details, we get what the issues we're getting now around privacy and um, you know people inf infiltrating the systems. And we're not prepared to correct the situation because we haven't had any discussion. We don't know what we really want. So without an idea about how society wants to move forward or where we want to take our future, we, do know, we don't have a say in the changes that are taking place and how they will affect us. And long term, of course, this is where we start to run into trouble. We need to develop fundamental ideas about where we want to end up as a society. And so you as a business person need to start asking the questions about where you think people are going so that you can tailor your business to that. Think about the trade between privacy and convenience. Now, in many ways, that's already happened. Every time you turn on Google Maps, you're giving up privacy for convenience. That's fine. So you ask yourself, and again, think about your product or service. Are, are consumers going to vote for privacy or convenience? Do you want a world that is free if you pay with your data? So in reality, nothing is free, right? All of these services are available to use for free, but you're paying through your data and you didn't know exactly how your data was being used but you kind of begin to get an idea that you might not like the way it's being used so there's a price to be paid for tools that are free and so far that price is personal data if these services move to pay for privacy so you can pay for privacy then you're going to have a new gap between rich and poor right which will be very interesting it's going to become the privacy gap and if your business is operating in this world are you going to be charging people for privacy and if so what does that do to your consumer base and how do you change the way that you interact with people so and how does a society encourage creativity and innovation and reward those who do work and continue you know to but continue to provide free services like that's the big conflict you want you have to give people an incentive and for many in the business world, the incentive is the ability, obviously, to make money. And then they make money by using the consumer data in the ways that other people want that data. So how do you encourage creativity and innovation and keep the incentives in place? And you as a business person, what does that do to your business model? Whose world do you want to live in? So regardless of the laws or the regulations created in one jurisdiction, some tech maverick can change the game overnight by inventing new applications or software that upend those laws and regulations that are existing in a particular jurisdiction. If you live in a democratic, free and fair jurisdiction, you want to encourage you know, technology development, but not relentless technology development, perhaps. But if you're in an undemocratic, restraining, corrupt jurisdiction, you might want 
to relentless technology development that you control. So in which scenario are you going to be in? Which we, we are subject to the more powerful technology. The more powerful technology will win the race, right? Because people will grab the more powerful technology. Which jurisdiction is it coming out of? The democratic one or the undemocratic one? This we're not going to know until people start developing different tools. And now a lot of people say, well, it's not going to happen because so far we've had decades where mega tools could come out of other countries and they're not com they're not coming out of Europe and they're not coming out of India or China yet yet so we have to see because technology is pretty wide open and somebody out there anywhere in the world can prevent the next great tech tool so these are big questions and it's not really like people are working on them right now right like the United Nations has commissions that work on um, you know, women's issues, climate, human rights, and there is a science and tech com technology commission at the UN as well. But there's no sort of comprehensive global go forward plan um, on the impact of technology and the opportunities and the issues that are coming up. So there's no, if you're uh, running a small country in the world today, there's no blueprint that you can pick up. Like there's a human rights blueprint. You can pick up the UN Declaration on Human Rights and say, okay, this is how we're going to implement human rights in our country. But there's no sort of declaration on technology or the impact of technology that you can then say, okay, this is how we implement technology. We don't have those kind of umbrella rules at that this point. There's no overall approach. And but. It doesn't, technology doesn't care, right? <laughs> Everything is changing anyway. Everything is moving forward. Um, the role of technology in our lives is, is whatever the technologists want to implement. You're, you, at this point in history, you don't have a say. But as a business person, you need to be absolutely aware of that because it's affecting how you do business. So people like you who are seeing how things are, you know, you're a thinking person, you're an aware person, so you have to, you're seeing how, what the impact is and you're seeing how it affects you as a business person. If you are already operating an online business, for example, when the um, your European legislation comes out and we, and, and every online entrepreneur then has to react to the European legislation because even though it's in Europe, it still affects you because Europeans can access your website. That's the kind of thing you have to think about. So entrepreneurs who are operating in the global marketplace and can see opportunities and constraints of technology and potential legislation need to stay awake and aware about these processes. And these are the things that I bring up on the Ready Entrepreneur website and will continue to raise in this podcast. But I just want to start planting these ideas in your head now so that you can think about what to look forward to. Do you know, to start this process, define the world you'd like to see. And if you want to get some ideas, I'll throw in a plug here. So jump over to my writer site, which is claneworld.com, C-L-A-N-E world.com. And you can download for free there the guide to the future. It gives you a few ideas around these big issues. So as an entrepreneur, look at the issues that affect you and your business and be prepared to come up with a solution before a solution gets designed for you. Decide what you want first before it gets taken away. There's a saying credited to Abraham Lincoln that the best way to predict the future is to create it. That means you have to understand the possible futures and the possible developments that are already happening and then make adjustments that work to your advantage. So ask yourself these questions as you navigate your business. Try to stay awake and aware about activities that may impact how you do business and how you live. The idea is to stay pro-technology. I'm absolutely pro-technology because 
that at Ready Entrepreneur, we use technology to grow our business and reach the global marketplace. The idea is to take advantage of the resources and the tools that are now available so widely to everyone and then to be able to then get yourself to lifestyle freedom because you can run your own business overnight by using available technology tools. But we cannot be indifferent to the impact of technology, what the impact it's having on, on all of us and the concerns about the consumer marketplace you know, around tracking and surveillance and privacy. As a, as a business person, it doesn't matter what kind of business you have, if you're operating in any realm on the online, if you're using social media, you really need to be aware of these issues and have a position yourself on how you want to manage your business in this online world. We have to decide the world we want to live in. That's the key core issue here. And as an entrepreneur, you demonstrate your decision by the way you run your business. And you make adjustments based on what you see happening and how you want to make things better going forward. Purpose of Ready Entrepreneur is to help aspiring entrepreneurs achieve a dream lifestyle, financial freedom, schedule freedom, doing what you want. And you do that by learning how to use the global marketplace and new technologies to start your own business. And in my book, Life Dreams, Seven Universal Moves to Get the Life You Want Through Entrepreneurship, I lay out the steps that you can take to help you move forward with getting your business started. And in this podcast, in this three-part series, I wanted you to think about the big issues around technology because you are a global CEO. Regardless of the size of your business, you operate in the consumer marketplace of 7 billion people. You reach the entire world through the internet. You have, you have all those consumers with smartphones in their hands. So you have to be a thinking entrepreneur who recognizes where the bigger picture of how you're operating and make adjustments in your business. You could be one step ahead because a lot of entrepreneurs are not doing this. They're just grabbing the tools, they're throwing them out there. If you're that one who's much more conscious and aware and actually thinking about what you're doing, you have an opportunity to give yourself a leg up in the business. So the goal is to help you deliver value as an entrepreneur to the global marketplace. Get your product or your service out there, but always be thinking about the broader impact. If you have business ideas in your head and you know you are an entrepreneur, you want to be an entrepreneur, now is the best time in history to get started. You can actively participate in this high-tech global marketplace delivering value to, cons to consumers who want or need your product or service. So use these concepts and ideas to help you move forward. The number one decision to make if you're still a entrepreneur is just get started. Always want you to know that you can start your business at any time. The idea of this three-part series on tech is not to get you like worried about where tech is going, but to give you some thought processes that you can use to move forward. Because once you've made your decision, yes, you're going to start your business, suddenly you find yourself, you're in this exciting world of global economy and there are plenty of tools and resources to support you and you can jump over to readyentrepreneur.com to have a look at some of the tools that are available so it's time to move forward <laughs> no more excuses be efficient be consistent be persistent and start your business today all right this has been episode 40 of the ready entrepreneur podcast living and loving tech as an entrepreneur part three the future if you want to learn more, keep up with the Ready Entrepreneur world, read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, access training, download helpful PDFs, find resources to get your business started, 
sign up for the mailing list so I can keep you up to date with tips, ideas, strategies, giveaways, and other cool stuff, visit readyentrepreneur.com. Let me know your questions and burning topics you want covered on the podcast. Send me an email, contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. If you enjoyed this content, please tell a friend. Subscribe wherever you see, get your podcast, get your friends to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane.